بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سورة الزلزلة إذا زلزلت الأرض زلزالها إذا when زلزلت it will be shaken up what will be shaken up الأرض the earth the entire earth will be shaken how زلزالها with its earthquake زلزله what is zalzala? Zalla is to slip. Zalla to qadam is the slipping of the foot. Zalzala. There is takrar lafzi. There is repetition of the letters, which means there is repetition of the action also. So, a situation in which the foot will slip not just once, but again and again and again. Zalzala, therefore, is earthquake. It is to shake to convulse. So what will convulse? The entire earth will convulse. How? Why? Zilzalaha. Zilzal, its final quake. Meaning with its most violent rocking, shaking. The likes of which has never happened before. The earth, yes, it shakes. There is zalzala, there are earthquakes. But this earthquake is the final earthquake. This earthquake is the most violent earthquake. This earthquake is such that the earth will continue to shake until everything on its surface is destroyed. Until the mountains are no more. Until the oceans are no more. Until there is no building Nothing on the earth until the earth will become completely flat and smooth. In Surah Al-Waqi'ah, Ayah 4, يَوْمَ تَرْجُفُ الرَّاجِفَةِ تَتْبَعُهَا الرَّادِفَةِ It will shake not once but twice two major earthquakes. This is الزَّلْزَلَةُ السَّاعَةِ The earthquake of the Day of Judgment. وَأَخْرَجَتِ الْأَرْضُ And the earth will throw out, it will bring out أَثْقَالَهَا its burdens, plural of the word thiql, meaning everything that's inside the earth will now be taken out. Because of the earthquake, there is nothing that will remain inside the earth. Everything will be thrown out. وَإِذَا الْأَرْضُ مُدَّتْ وَأَلْقَتْ مَا فِيهَا وَتَخَلَّتْ It will become empty. وَقَالَ الْإِنسَانِ And the human being will say, مَا لَهَا What is wrong with this earth? Why is this happening? What is going on? And it won't stop there. It's not that the earth will shake and this is something that will amaze and shock the human being. No, something even more amazing will happen, which is that يَوْمَ إِذِنْ On that day, تُحَدِّثُ It will talk. The earth will talk, it will report, it will narrate, just as one narrates hadith. It will narrate, the earth will narrate about what? Akhbaraha, its news, plural of the word khabr. And khabr, remember, it's factual information, true information. The earth will report its news, meaning the earth will begin to talk. This ground will speak. Who did what on me? At which place? Who gave sadaqah? Who prayed? Who lied? Who abused? Who stole? 
the Prophet ﷺ is reported to have recited this ayah once. And then he said, Do you know what is its information? What is the akhbar that the earth will report? The people said, Allah and His Messenger know best. He said, Verily, its information is that it will testify against every male and female servant about what they did upon its surface. The earth will testify against who? Every male and every female servant of Allah about what they did upon its surface. It will say, So and so did such and such on this day. This is its akhbar. How will the earth talk? Bi anna rabbaka, because your Lord, awha laha, He will have commanded it. Awha, wahi, Allah will inspire it, meaning Allah will command it. So the earth will not disobey its Lord. It will speak. Yawma idhin, that day, yasdurun nasu. People will depart. Yasduru sadal ra sudur. It's basically to proceed after having water. So when people go to a watering hole, they go, they drink, and then once they're done, they go away. As they're going away, they're departing. This is sudur. So yasdurun nasu. People will depart. They will set out. How ashtatan as separated groups. Ashtat plural of the word shat. We have done a similar word earlier. Shatta. In nasariyakum la shatta. This is different. This is ashtat. Same root, but the form is different. And shat, ashtat is used for many groups, many categories of different types. As Allah says, fata'tuna afwaja. So people will be divided in groups on that day into categories. Why? Why will they go? Where are they going? To the hashr, to the great gathering for hisab. لِيُرَوْ أَعْمَالَهُمْ So that they are made to see their deeds. They are shown their actions. What happens? We do what we want and we forget about it. We say, don't think about it. Ignore it. On the day of judgment, لِيُرَوْ أَعْمَالَهُمْ People will be shown their deeds, made to face their deeds, see them. فَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ So whoever has done, مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ مِثْقَال Wait. Of what? ذَرَّةٍ Of an atom. What is an atom? The smallest particle that we know of. So if a person has performed an action, that is as small as an atom's weight. And this action happens to be khayran. It happens to be good. Then yarahu, he will see it. Because that is the day when you will see your actions. So if there is an action as small as an atom, so small that people don't really give much importance to, even that a person will find it before himself. This is why the Prophet ﷺ said, do not belittle any good deed. Any good deed. Even if you give someone a rope, or hand someone a shoelace. Because sometimes, this is all the help that we can offer in given situation. All we can do is just pass something on. Pass something on. But even then we say things like, oh it's okay, they can take it themselves. I'm not anybody's servant over here. No. 
even if we can pass something to someone, that is a small good deed and that will count on the day of judgment. It is these little deeds that will make the scales heavy. You all have heard the story of the turnip, right? Where a farmer grows a turnip and the turnip becomes really big and one day he decides to pull it out. No? Okay, so he decides to pull it out. He's not able to pull it out. So he calls his wife. And then she pulls the farmer and they together pull the turnip but it doesn't come out. So then they call their cow and then their dog and their cat and mouse and whatnot. So finally when the mouse comes and pulls, the turnip comes out. And what I find amazing about the story is that sometimes it's the mouse that will make a difference. It's that little bit that will make all the difference. It's that little bit. فَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرًا يَرَهُ Haven't you ever gotten an A grade just because you got that 0.5? Has it ever happened? Or you missed out on A because you didn't have an extra 0.5? My university offers like pretty amazing scholarships, you know, depending on your average. So my average at the end, even after like asking teachers for help and whatnot, Alhamdulillah, it came out to be an 89.8, right? And the range that it was in ends at 89.9 and 90 has a whole thousand more added to it. And I missed it by 0.2%, you know? This matters in this world also, right? فَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرًا يَرَهُ So do not belittle any good deed. وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ شَرًّا يَرَهُ And whoever does an atom's weight of evil will see it. Because Allah does not neglect anything. The Prophet ﷺ said, O Aisha, beware of sins that are belittled. Indeed, they will be taken account of by Allah. Never belittle a sin. Never consider a sin to be too small. In Surah Al-An'am, Ayah 38, مَا فَرَّطْنَا فِي الْكِتَابِ مِنْ شَيْءٍ We have not left out anything from the book. In Surah Al-Kahf, مَا لِهَذَا الْكِتَابِ لَا يُغَادِرُ الصَّغِيرَةً وَلَا كَبِيرَةً إِلَّا أَحْصَاهَا Recitation. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إذا زلزلت الأرض زلزالها وأخرجت الأرض أثقالها وقال الإنسان ما لها يومئذ تحدث أخبارها بأن ربك أوحى لها يومئذ يصدر الناس أشتاتا ليروا أعمالهم فمن يعمل مثقال ذرة خيرا يره ومن يعمل مثقال ذرة شرا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سورة العاديات والعاديات الضبحا والعاديات by the racers ضبحا panting by those that race and when they race ضبحا they breathe so heavily that you can hear them breathing 
Adiyat is a plural of adiyah. Adiyah, she who does adu. And adu literally is to run fast. So adiyah is she who runs fast. And this is referring to battle horses. And the Arabs preferred female horses in battle because they run faster. Waladiyat. And how do they run? Dabha, dabha, dabh is to breathe hard. Heavy breathing because of aggressive motion. Such that the chest of the horse is shaking. You can see it moving. So dabha, that snorting, that noise of breathing, heavy breathing, panting, that you can hear when a horse is running fast. Waladiyati dabha. And originally this word dabh is actually used for wolves. So it's as if the battle horses are being described as a pack of wolves that are running so fast, that are racing, galloping so fast, that you can hear them breathing heavily. فَالْمُورِيَاتِ Then they're not just panting as they're running fast, but they're also مُورِيَاتِ قَدْحَا مُورِيَات, plural of مُورِيَه مُورِيَه, one who does إِرَا وَارَا يَا إِرَا And what does that mean? To strike a rock against the other in order to produce fire. So to kindle fire. So muriyat, meaning as they're running, they light fire. How? Qadha, by striking. Qadh, qaf, dalha. Qadh is literally to pierce or to bore, make a hole. And the word is also used for offending somebody because you offend somebody by hurting them, right? And also to strike and emit sparks. So falmuriyati, these horses, they run so fast that as they're running and they strike the ground, the rocky terrain with their hoops, what do you see? As their hoops strike the rocks, sparks. You see sparks coming out. Falmuriyati qadha. Imagine, first they're running so fast. And now they're even running on rocky terrain. So forcefully and speedily that they're producing sparks. فَالْمُغِيرَاتِ subha, And this is happening not in the middle of the day, early, early in the morning. فَالْمُغِيرَاتِ Then those that charge, invade, when subha in morning. مُغِيرَاتِ plural of مُغِيرَةِ غَيْنِيَا رَا Igara is to attack. To attack. And Mughira is one who attacks. You may have heard the name Mughira. Right? This is a common name when you learn about Islamic history. And you can see the Arabs, you know, their love for fighting in even the names that they gave their children. Right? Ali radiallahu anhu, when his son was born, Hassan, what did he name him? Harb. And the Prophet ﷺ said, no, he's Hassan. Right? So they had this love for battle. So, Mughirat, those who invade and attack when subha, early in the morning. Now imagine, running so fast that they're panting, and running so fast, regardless of what kind of ground it is, rocky or plain, doesn't matter, and then attacking when? Early in the morning. And the Arabs, they prefer to do this, that when they wanted to attack someone, they would attack early in the morning, because this is the time when you know, people would not be expecting an attack. So this was like the ideal thing. They would come in the night, take their rest, and then as soon as the morning would come in, they would attack. فَالْمُغِيرَاتِ الصُّبْحَةِ 
Look at these horses. فَأَثَرْنَ بِهِ نَقْعَ And as they attack, wow, so powerfully, the dust clouds, you see dust clouds rising in the air. أَثَرْنَ أَثَرْنَ ثَوَرَ ثَوْر ثَوْر is to stir. Remember, تُثِيرُ الْأَرْضَ Plowing the earth. Alright? So, أَثَرْنَ meaning they cause to rise. Bihi by it, by what? By their running and by their attacking, naqa. Naqa noon qaf ain. Cloud of dust. As they charge, as they attack the enemy, they cause dust clouds to rise. Fawasatuna. Then they go in the middle. Wow seen ta. Wasat, the middle of something, the center of something. They go straight in. Bihi in it jam'a collectively. Meaning together, these horses, they go right in the middle of the enemy. And this shows how fearless they are. Now horses are mentioned over here. And these horses, why are they running so fast? And why are they running on rocky terrain? And why are they running so fast that they're breathing heavily? And why are they charging early in the morning? And why are they going in the midst of the enemy? Why? In obedience to who? To their masters. To the rider. The man comes, takes his horse early in the morning, makes it run fast, and the horse gallops. The man comes, the rider comes, makes the horse go on rocky terrain. The horse doesn't stop there. Doesn't slow down over there. You will see sparks coming out. So forcefully these horses run. And then right in the middle of the swords and weapons, these horses go in obedience to their masters. What about the human being? إِنَّ insana, Indeed the human being. لِرَبِّهِ To his Lord لَكَنُوتْ Surely he's ungrateful. The horse, symbol of obedience and loyalty to its master. How obedient the horse is. Night, day, danger, safety. Whatever weather it is, snow, hot, whatever. The horse will go, the horse will run. Thirsty, hot, cold, doesn't matter. It will obey its master. But the human being to his Lord is kanud. Kanud, ardil kanud is used for land that absorbs all the water, but it won't produce a thing. First you fix the soil, you know, you try to put the fertilizer and then you put the seed and then you water it and you try so hard, work so hard, but what do you get? Nothing. It doesn't produce, it doesn't grow anything. This is Al-Ard Al-Kanud. It takes everything but it doesn't give back. This is the human being's attitude towards his Lord. He takes all the blessings, whatever Allah gives him, takes it, takes it. But then when it comes to giving back, when it comes to showing obedience... Excuse upon excuse. إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لِرَبِّهِ لَكَنُودٍ We should learn obedience from horses. Kanud is also used for a person who remembers the musibat, the difficulties, the hardships, but he forgets the favors. So when you talk to him, he's got a list of problems to discuss, but not one good thing to be grateful for. And really, if you think about it, when we sit and when we talk and when we chat, what is it that we talk about? She did this to me, he did that. This happened, that happened. We remember problems upon problems. 
but we don't remember Allah's favors. وَإِنَّهُ and indeed he عَلَى ذَلِكَ upon that لَشَهِيدٌ surely a witness. Man is a witness to his own ingratitude. Meaning, it's no secret, it's no surprise. Man would himself agree that he is ungrateful to his Lord. وَإِنَّهُ and indeed he لِحُبِّ الْخَيْرِ for the love of خير. What is خير? Good. But here, خير doesn't mean good. It means wealth. And the reason why the word khayr is used for wealth is because we think money is good. Which is why we all desire to have money. And if we have it, we're happy. If we don't have it, we feel deprived. وَإِنَّهُ لِحُبِّ الْخَيْرِ لَشَدِيدٌ Surely he is violent, intense in his love for money. Isn't that true? We're crazy about money. We're violent in love for this, which is why we'll fight, we'll wage wars, we'll cut off from our relatives. Why? After what? After this money. The Prophet ﷺ said, the son of Adam grows old, but two things only increase in him, greed for money and greed for life. أَفَلَا يَعْلَمُ Does he then not know? إِذَا بُعْثِرَ when it will be scattered, مَا فِي الْقُبُورِ Whatever is in the graves, بُعْثِرَ وَإِذَا الْقُبُورُ بُعْثِرَتْ We have done this word earlier. بَعِينْ ثَأْرَ Four letters. Some say that it's the combination of بَعْثَ and عَثَرَ Allahu A'lam, but the word بَعْثَرَ It means to upturn something, alright, and then take everything out of it. Like for example, a bag, you're trying to search for something inside, you can't find it, so what do you do? You turn it upside down, take everything out. This is ba'thara. So the graves which contain the bodies of people on the day of judgment, what's going to happen? All the contents of the graves will be taken out, exposed, scattered. Does man not know about this? What keeps us away from obeying Allah? What holds us back from running in the way of Allah? What makes us kanood? It's our desire for khair, hubbil khair, our love of money. Love for this world. But remember death. Remember death. Remember the time when the contents of the graves will be scattered. وَحُصِّلَ مَا فِي الصُّدُورِ And وَحُصِّلَ It will be obtained. مَا فِي الصُّدُورِ Whatever is in the chests. حُصِّلَ تَحْصِيل حَاصَاد لَام تَحْصِيل is basically to peel something. Alright? To peel it and then bring out what was inside. So think about a pistachio. Right? You open up the shell and then you take the nut out. Think about an almond. You break the shell, right? And then you take out what's inside. This is tahsil. You removed the covering and you have direct access to what was hidden inside. On the day of judgment, وَحُصِّلَ مَا فِي الصُّدُورِ We hide stuff in our hearts, feelings, intentions, Pretend as if they're not there. وَحُصِّلَ It will be taken out. It will be exposed. All the secrets will be exposed. So the sir, the hidden, will be like alaniya. Nothing will remain hidden anymore. The baqin will become the zahir. The hidden will become the apparent. إِنَّ رَبَّهُمْ Indeed their Lord, be Him with them. Meaning with people. يَوْمَئِذٍ On that day, لَخَبِيرٌ Surely fully acquainted. Khabir is one who knows the khabr of something. And remember khabr I mentioned to you earlier. 
What kind of information is this? True? Factual. Facts. So Khabir, one who knows the reality of something. So on that day, their Lord will be fully aware of them. Is He not fully aware today? He is. But why is this mentioned? That on that day, He will be fully aware. Meaning, whatever He decides on that day will be based on what? His complete and perfect knowledge. In other words, His decision that day will be just and fair. إِنَّ رَبَّهُمْ بِهِمْ يَوْمَئِذٍ لَخَبِيرٍ Recitation. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعاديات ضبحا فالموريات قدحا فالمغيرات صبحا فأثرن به نقعا فوسطن به جمعا إن الإنسان لربه لكنود وإنه على ذلك لشهيد وإنه لحب الخير لشديد أفلا يعلم إذا بعثر ما في القبور وحصل ما في الصدور إن ربهم بهم يومئذ لخبير بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سورة القارعة القارعة The striking calamity. This is one of the names of the Day of Judgment. Malqari'ah. What is the striking calamity? What is this qari'ah? Wama adraka malqari'ah. And what can make you know what is the striking calamity? You have no idea. Qari'ah is from the root letters qara'a, qafra'ain. And qara'a means daraba, to strike, to hit. Miqra'a from the same root is used for a whip or something that is used to beat or strike something. So qari'a is one that comes and suddenly strikes. A sudden calamity. A sudden disaster that will strike even the hearts of people and terrify them. The calamity that will knock and hit everything. When things will collide, when they'll hit each other, وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا الْقَارِعَةِ يَوْمَ يَكُونُ النَّاسِ It is the day when people will be كَالْفَرَاشِ Like moths. All people like moths. The plural of the word, فَرَاشَة Moths. مَبْثُوثُ That are dispersed, scattered. بَثَّ بَثَّثَ You see farash, moths, they come out in the night. Kind of like butterflies, but not butterflies. They come out in the night, and they come in large numbers, surging into one another. And they don't know where they're going, where they're headed. Which is why they hit each other, they hit things. And when there's fire or there's light, they rush to it. And as they rush to it, they die, they burn. Or sometimes they will keep hitting the light again and again and again in confusion. This will be the state of people 
on the Day of Judgment. People who are Ahlul Uqul, who have Aql, who have intellect, who have reason, on the Day of Judgment, totally confused, lost, complete chaos. كَأَنَّهُمْ جَرَادٌ مُنْتَشِرٌ وَتَكُونُ الْجِبَالِ And the mountains will be كَالْعِهْنِ الْمَنْفُوشِ Like ihn that is manfush. What is ihn? Ihn is wool. But it is used for wool that is of different colors. Don't think of white cotton. This is wool of different colors. And manfush, noon fashin, nafasha, is to ruffle wool up. Nafasha is also used for when something scatters. We read this word earlier, id nafashat ghanamuqawm. When the sheep of a people, they nafashat, they spread out, meaning they trampled over the property of the neighbor, and then they ruined the farm. Remember the story of Sulaiman a.s. So, mountains will be like cotton that is fluffed up. Mountains that are heavy, solid, firm. They will become weightless on the day of judgment. So weightless that even wind will pick them up. So they will be like cotton. You know like Cotton, what weight does it have? Especially when it's fluffed up. No weight. وَتَرَى الْجِبَالَ تَحْسَبُهَا جَامِدَةً وَهِيَ تَمُرُّ مَرَّ السَّحَابِ Mountains will have no weight left that day. What will have weight then? Deeds. فَأَمَّا مَنْ ثَقُلَتْ مَوَازِينُهُ So as for the one whose mawazin are thakulat, they are heavy. ثَاقَفْ لَامْ قَوْلًا ثَقِيلًا Heavy. موازين, plural of mawzun. Mawzun is that which is weighed. وَالْوَزْنُ يَوْمَئِذِنِ الْحَقُّ What is it that will be weighed on the Day of Judgment? Deeds, words, scrolls, a person himself. Like we learn, Ibn Mas'ud رضي الله عنه, his legs will be heavier in the scale than even mountains. There are certain words, kalimatan, خَفِيفَةً عَلَى اللِّسَانِ Light upon the tongue, but ثَقِيلَةً فِي الْمِيزَانِ Heavy in the scales. فَأَمَّا مَنْ ثَقُلَتْ مَوَازِينُهُ So the one whose scales are heavy. Mawazin can also be understood as a plural of the word mizan, meaning the scale. So either it is that which is weighed, meaning the deeds, or the scales. They're heavy, meaning heavy with good deeds. Heavy with something that will have weight on the Day of Judgment. فَهُوَ فِي عِيشَةِ الرَّاضِيَةِ Then that person will be in عِيشَةِ In a life that is رَاضِيَةِ That is pleasant. And that person will live a happy life. He will get to live a real life. وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَفَّتْ مَوَازِينُ And as for the one whose scales are light. Why? Because when the deeds are put on the scale, they're hollow, they're weightless, they're turned into haba and mansura, they were rejected by Allah, so they carry no weight, they will be like ashes, weightless, dispersed. وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَفَّتْ فَأُمُّهُ هَاوِيَةً Then his mother will be hawiya. His mother will be an abyss. Hawiyah, Hawawiyah is a deep or seemingly bottomless pit. Because it's from Hawa. Hawa to fall. Wa najmi idha Hawa. This is why Hawa, desire is also called Hawa because 
person falls before it, or when he pursues it and he falls. So hawiyah, meaning that in which when a person will enter, he will only fall. He will only fall. Only go down, down, deeper and deeper. فَأُمُّهُ hawiyah. This is hellfire. Why is it called um? Why mother? The maskan, the home of a person is called his mother. Why? Because children, when they're tired, who do they go to? To the mother. And when you're done your work, where do you go? Home. So فَأُمُّهُ هَاوِيَةً Meaning the only place that will take him in. Like a mother takes her child, embraces her child. The only place that will take him in is this bottomless pit. فَأُمُّهُ هَاوِيَةً That will be his refuge. That will be his abode. Wherein he will fall and tumble. وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا هِيَ And do you have any idea about what it is? What could make you know? مَا هِيَ هِيَ This is هِيَ who? It is. That is. It is نَارٌ حَامِيَة It is a fire that is حَامِيَة Intensely hot. حَامِيَة How hot? The Prophet ﷺ said, the fire of the children of Adam, meaning the fire that people kindle, is only one part of the 70 parts of the fire of hell. What does it mean? The fire of hell is 69 times worse than the fire of this world. نَارٌ حَامِيَةٌ اللهم أجرنا من النار Recitation بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم القارعة ما القارعة وما أدراك ما القارعة يوم يكون الناس كالفراش المبثوث وَتَكُونُ الْجِبَالُ كَالْعِهْنِ الْمَنْفُوشِ فَأَمَّا مَنْ ثَقُلَتْ مَوَازِينُهُ فَهُوَ فِي عِيشَةٍ رَاضِيَةٍ وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَفَّتْ مَوَازِينُهُ فَأُمُّهُ هَاوِيَةٍ وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا هِيَةٍ 